You are listening to Vicky Goes On and On with Vicky Stokes and James Wells. There's a noise at the moment because the plumbing in this flat is mental. <laughs> what the fuck is... <laughs> but that's an, that's an external sound that I can hear. How are you? That I can hear, but it's external to this conversation. I'm alright. <laughs> See, I'm How saying, I'm, I'm asking you that and it's like... Five seconds delayed. See, there's zero delay on my end. Okay, well, I'm going to say something, and then once I'm going to ask you a question, and then when I've finished the question, I'm going to then start counting. Let's see how long it takes. But by the time you start answering and interrupt me, okay? okay? So, how are you? One, two, three. I'm okay, thanks. Fucking hell. Hmm. Is that any better? For what? For what? For this delay thing. The fuzz is gone. I'll ask you the question again. How are you? One, two. Oh, okay. That was a bit better. So what's that then? I mean, should we try it and see what happens? (laughs) Because this is... Annoying. Oh, hang on, I'm gonna... We're gonna lose our fucking wind by this point and just won't want to bother doing it. I mean, at least we saw it out there. We lose our one. Listener. Have you got a new setup? Is that what it is? Because yeah, I know you uh, you bought like a camera. No. And I saw your Instagram lady with the fucking. And I've just and I've just no, that's a different computer. That's mm. a different computer. That's the work one. It should be alright now, shouldn't it? I don't know. You're complaining about a blooming delay. Well, there is. It's quite a, like a, a three-second delay, but but let's just go with it and see what happens. The edit might just take longer because I might have to like, edit out all these fucking three-second <laughs> pauses. <laughs> it definitely sounds better. Well, that's nice. It's good, isn't it? To sound better. Anyway, how are you? What have you been doing? Uh, I'm okay. I've not been doing a lot. Um, so, but the the reason why I think that uh, we need to do this podcast when we are doing it, i.e., now, despite the technical difficulties, is because mm. you don't mean been a little bit of a hiatus. But you don't mean um, we have to do this podcast as in the podcast in general. You're talking about this particular episode, aren't you? That's right. Because I think it's important uh, for our seven listeners. <laughs> no, that's not true. We do, we do have many more than that. But um, we have had a little bit of a hiatus and I wanted to address it. And also because... Uh, these things can feel like an elephant in the room and they don't need to, right? So, unfortunately, there's been a hiatus because um, my mum died. So I'm going to try not to cry, but um, I might get teared up. So, uh, although there is a delay for poor James anyway, (laughs) we're going to try and, uh, you know, work through emotional pauses and make them different to technical pauses. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so that's why there's been um, a break in programming. Hmm. I mean, we could have just lied uh, to everyone and said, "Oh, we're taking a Christmas break," but obviously that wasn't the case at all. We could have, yeah, exactly. Well, we could have, um, we could have done a lot of things, but I think it's really important to, um, well. To not hide from grief or emotions, and we've discussed uh, at great length the importance of feelings and crying, and um, there's no point in advocating all of that and then not doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's it's, been, um, it's, it's, it's over a month. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's um, it's just a reali and, you know, reality, it's, isn't it? So, yeah, well, we, we've, we've always... For every single one of us. Yeah. And and I was just about to say, you and I, regardless of the podcast episodes and what, what people have listened to so far, and we, me and you as individuals and as friends have always been quite um we're quite realists aren't we um about things you know we're we're kind of of the moment of the situation this is this this is what's happening you know we're not we're not ones to really sugarcoat things i don't think we're positive people but no. i just don't think we're, um, we're we're people that sugarcoat things. yes and also i think that um a lot of people that say that they, what they mean is they're quite blunt. I don't think that you or I are, are blunt people, um, but I I consider myself to be, you know, a straight shooter, I suppose. Mm. Uh, you know, like a lot of people you see on these sort of uh, Facebook posts, like, I'll just tell it like it is. No, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're just quite rude. That's not say, saying something like it is. That's just... Mm. That's just being horrible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember I was in a class once, and we had to um, we had to say uh, a thing that was not nice, but um, in a non-personal way. It's quite complicated to explain, but also because <laughs> I don't really remember what the fucking point of it was. But uh, so the so the example was we had to say uh, um, a. a criticism of someone else's shoes right mm. and so my thing was um i said uh something like those shoes are very unique but i wouldn't have chosen them but they they seem to suit you very well mm. um but you know they're not they're not really my cup of tea so i'm not really i'm not really a fan of them and everybody else was just like um, I like your shoes, but like I don't really like them. It's like no, that was not the the rubric at all. But anyway, that sort of sounds like a, a little bit of a tangent, but it isn't. It was. It's just the point is, you and I do have a a, a way of being um, straight with people without being short with people. Yeah. Um, although we, we, you know, may get in trouble for saying straight. <laughs> you read about uh, you can't say nitty gritty 
I did hear that from someone. Um, was that on a podcast or something? Oh yeah, no, I heard it on a podcast. And, I um, saw it on on a Ralph Garman one, uh, Nitty Gritty. It, 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 oh, is it what? What was the reason behind that? Did it have like um, slave connotations well, well, or something? Well, the like article that? that I read, the article that I read said that uh, the reason why the the a particular broadcasting corporation has banned the use of the the term nitty gritty is because would this be a, a links to the slave trade? But a linguist in this no, is, it, is this a corporation that I'm quite aware names. of? Uh, you, yeah. we we are all aware of it. Yeah, we should okay. all be paying our license fee. Oh, oh okay. I didn't realise it was them that banned it. Um, apparently, apparently. Um, but that um, that actually, it it was not from the slave trade. Uh, this linguist said it was actually from like nineteen twenties New York. And it is African American vernacular, but not because of the slave trade. Hmm. So one might argue it's more racist to not say it. I was going to say nitty gritty though is more kind of anyway. It's all about getting down to the the dirt in it, and and getting into the. That's what it means. It's like all, all the all the the grit, all the tiny bits, all the tiny bits. Let's get right into the detail. That's what it means. But that's racist. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yes. Uh, Most things are. <laughs> yeah. Racist, sexist, ageist. Mm. So, but anyway, uh, all of that to say that. Um, Let's get down I to the nitty gritty. Dealing with grief. <laughs> yeah. Of. of <laughs> Let's of, get uh, down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Of grief. You are, and and would you say that? So, I mean, this um, is going to be a stupid question, but. Would you say that you still are dealing with grief? Because grief doesn't, you know, dissipate oh, overnight, does it? There's no, there's, and and I don't think there's an end point. And I think that, um, I think that you just learn to navigate it in a way. I suppose. I mean, the thing is, is. It's a it's a funny one, isn't it? Because in a way, because you sort of when when the unthinkable thing happens, you know, this thing that you're worried about for a long time. Because I was, because my mum wasn't in the best of health. Um, you know, you have this sort of constant low level anxiety, and then the worst thing happens, the thing that you've been scared of for you know, six months, a year, whatever, you know, if you've got somebody who is not in the best of health. And um, you you feel like such pain that you just think, I mean, look, I'm really self-aware, right? So even in the, the middle of the, the, the most pain that I've felt, I also was thinking this won't last forever and I just need to do this moment 
and this moment and if this moment is full of racking sobs then it's full of racking sobs but I you you know you physically can't do that for the rest of your life right so I am currently in this um mode where it's sort of easier for me to talk about my mom but I still obviously get choked up sometimes and it sort of depends what I'm talking about and what angle I'm going from. It's just um, grief is very overwhelming. Sadness is overwhelming. Some happy feelings are overwhelming too, but it's nice to be overwhelmed by them. For example, um, you know, I went to Disney World and that was overwhelming in a really positive way. So you can ride that and that's lovely and it's great and you just don't want that feeling to ever end. But I think the, the most surprising thing about this grief or, you know, grief in general is when it takes you unawares. And um, I, I just think that I, I want to tell our listeners just be patient and just do the next 10 seconds and that's all you have to do the next 10 seconds and um, I think it's really good advice in any in any in anything but perhaps in grief in particular just feel that feeling for, for the next 10 seconds or when that 10 seconds is up you do the next 10 seconds also um, distraction is fine and helpful and great but you can't distract yourself 24 seven. So you are just going to have to feel your feelings mm. and that's, it's hard, but it's fine because everybody has them. And the other thing that I want to sort of put out into the world is everybody's grief looks different and feels different and they're all correct. And that's it really, I suppose that was, those are the things that I want to, it's very helpful to talk to people. If you can't talk to people in that moment, don't. If you need to go off for a second by yourself, you can do that. I mean, the other the other piece of advice I've got for anybody, which is just good life advice, is get yourself some good friends. And I'm very lucky that I've got some great friends. Mm. So, you know. Do you think... Um... I mean, I suppose you, you'll never be able to know this, but do you think it would have been different had you not been, had we not been in lockdown? Because obviously I've spoken to you and I know that, you know, obviously our friends that we, our mutual friends, some of us have, have been on Zoom calls together and I know that you've obviously seen other friends um, via Zoom and stuff, but do you think, to which, which I, in this in this current climate of you know being in lockdown, it has been the next best thing. But do you think it would have been any different? Do you think it would have been more helpful to have seen us in person? I um, don't know. Um, in a way, yes, because I like hugging my friends anyway. Hmm. But in another way, there's a sort of um, a, um, a sort of distance that one has to 
by the very nature of lockdown um has to abide by right mm. and i suppose it means that maybe this will last longer but will be less intense um a friend of mine did break lockdown and drove all the way to see me just to give me a hug um but there's a there's I don't know is it an English side of me there is an uncomfortableness about hugging somebody when you're sobbing mm. and maybe maybe there's a part of me that is sort of grateful that you know there are certain things like the funeral arrangements I have to do all of the funeral arrangements and that's fine um but there are certain things that it's like well matters have been taken out of my hands only 24 people can come more people did come and they had to stand outside but mm. it it's sort of like well it look this is it's out of my control yeah and you know i can't we can't arrange a wake we can't go to the pub we can't which are things that i don't think my dad would have wanted to do and i i certainly don't think my mum would have given a shit one way or another to be to be frank um so in a way there are things that are taken out of my control that i'm that i'm grateful for and it's a difficult one isn't it because i i don't know my mum didn't die not in lockdown so i mm. i don't know the answer actually yeah. but um but in a way it's been it's been sort of there are certain things there are certain limitations that which personally for me it's been sort of um uh constricted in a way and so i was making it very clear to everybody that i can only really deal with one thing a day so um for example um i had to go to the funeral home and i asked my brother to go with me and he he obviously said yes and i i went back to my my parents house afterwards and said to my dad that's all i can do today and i'm going to walk to my flat now i've been very good at being very clear in what i can handle and what i can't handle and they've been very good at hearing what i've been saying yeah and then you know like another day i was like right um i can only do this thing and this thing and everything else i'm not going to do i can't handle any more than that and my sister one of my sisters was like yes you keep saying that because i'm like well but i'm just being very clear with everybody i don't want to um i don't want to disappoint anybody but also i need to look after myself i mean i live alone right yeah so yeah. obviously i go to the family home and that's okay and i feel warm and supported there but i still need to come back to my flat by myself and i know that i can call upon any of my friends and i have you know a number of great friends some of whom would break lockdown for me and i know it but i i wouldn't want to put them in that position so i dig but no, I, no, 
Fucking ungrateful. I Unbelievable. I, just, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't, Unbelievable. I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't want to get them into any trouble. The last time I fucking... Um, <laughs> but I do know that there are people who, you know, if I really needed them to, they would come here. You know, you know I don't mean it. You know I don't mean it. No, I know that. But, you know, my, but my point being that not you can't rely on that, but you can't put you can't put that kind of weight on anybody, on anybody. So I'm I'm being very I look, I'm very self-aware and I know what I can handle. And so I, I'm being very I was being very clear about look, I can't handle this, this, and this, and then got to go to my own flat and be by yeah. myself and sit and watch Netflix and what? Sob into a pillow. Like Come on, you, yeah. you, you, I know what I can handle, and this is this is like a step too far. However, you know you delegate some tasks to people, and they don't do them right, so you've got to do them yourself anyway. But the, anyway, my sister was like, "Yeah, you keep telling us that," and I'm like, "Well, I keep telling you that because it doesn't seem like everybody's hearing what I'm saying." So I'm, you know, this is where I'm being a, a straight talker with people you know I did my best my dad was happy I was happy with the decisions that I made at the for the funeral and this is something that I also want to try to broadcast is everybody as much as we don't want to talk about our own deaths and our own funerals or services please tell people what you want and what you don't want because it's not fair to leave it to people when you're not here anymore and they have to guess what you would want. They have to guess what songs you want playing. There are too many decisions that one has to make that you don't want to make because you're just grieving. So did your, did so your, did your mum not have a you, plan then? Can we all just tell everyone? No. 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 The only thing I knew because I had spoken to my mum, because I'm, you know, I was very close to her. I knew that she didn't want to go back to Spain. Yeah. I also knew that she didn't particularly want a Catholic mass. Um, but, but she was a Catholic, so we had, like, a Catholic light. You know, we had a Catholic priest, and he was really lovely. Mm. And, um, but no, everything else. My mum would literally say, I don't want to talk about it. Yes, but mum, you know, at some point we're gonna I'm gonna have to make these decisions. And I did make the right decisions in my my in my opinion. But it should it it should have just been done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah People yeah. should just we're all gonna die, right? It's the one thing we're certain of, unfortunately. We need to be more upfront with each other. Yeah about that fact i know it's not a nice thing to talk about i know it's not really um a, a, a funny thing to talk about or a light-hearted thing to talk about but it's a fact it's gonna happen so at least tell your mates right i want this song then i want this i want to wear this because yeah. these are all decisions that you're expected to make quickly really 
I mean, the funeral was a was a month exact, almost exactly a month after my mum had died, which is quite a long time, but actually is not a long time. Also, we had Christmas in the middle, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. You know, you're too busy. Like, look, basically, forget at least two weeks, because all all I did for two weeks was be dazed and sob, and just be like, I don't even. My friends would message me. Do you want to Zoom tomorrow? Or I can give you a ring. And I said, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the, the simplest answer. But literally taking each day. Yes. Yeah. Literally each 10 seconds. Yeah. Because that's about all I can handle. I mean, yeah. you know, and silly things set you off and you don't realise. I mean, you do realise it. You understand, even though you know fortunately you've not lost a parent um but you know we're not we're not um soulless and uh, evil creatures susan's mum died six years ago hmm. and it was you know it was so hard and i said to her recently i'm so sorry if i wasn't you know as as um uh, with you as I could have been or should have been and she was like I don't know what you're talking about you were perfectly great it's fine like you are mm -hmm. fine I didn't think yeah. anything um, you know I didn't think you behaved poorly or anything but you just because you because the outsider doesn't know what it is that the grief stricken need but here's the thing the grief stricken don't know what they need either which yeah. lost we're dazed yeah. and confused I'm sad. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's okay. We're just sad. Do you think, because um, I... And it's okay to be sad. It is. I mean, I um, I kind of feel like I'll, I'll probably... And, and I'll, now you've said it, I, I won't. I'll pull my finger out. But like you saying about your mum not planning anything. Like, I do get her her feelings towards it because I, I i don't like thinking about it and i've i've had problems with my fear of death uh, especially when i was younger um and it is something that i do ignore if i get a pang of that that fear i do find something to distract me from doing it but in turn that stopped me from obviously i mean i need to keep we keep meaning to write our wills and now there's a baby on the way definitely need to do that but you know, things like that and funeral plans. Oh, I don't really want to have to think about it because I don't plan on going anywhere ever. But do you think grief is is like like a sister of of fear? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think grief and fear mm -hmm. go hand in hand? Yeah, I think maybe. Fear is such a when it comes to when it comes to death, I guess, does grief and fear. I mean, cuz grief death death is the big I mean, I know you can grieve many things, but death it, when you think of grief, that's the, one of the first things you think of, isn't it? Death, you know. Um mm. you know. Oh, and I I have a massive problem with death. I'm terrified of it. Yeah. I, I don't want to think about it. I agree with you. 
but we also have to be very practical about these things mm. unfortunately yeah um and so look you know i'm not saying okay now the minute that this is finished you must write your will and also do a funeral um service now i'm just saying have <laughs> i'll get get the rehearsal out of the way <laughs> here and there. you know what i mean no, but well, i know what you mean you know i know what you mean, mean like yeah. i only know i know more than what than about what my mum wanted because i spoke to her yeah and we had conversations mm. and it so you know for example um even my dad was saying oh i was thinking you know and then take some of the ashes my mom was cremated take some of the ashes to spain mm. and i said no she's not interested in that she wasn't she she was like my family are here yeah. i live in england i've lived in england for 57 years i'm here yeah 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 what's in spain for me you know mm. and uh you know and then my dad was talking about the full on catholic mass and i was like nope mum mm. hated the catholic church she had no time for them she believed in god she loved god she loved jesus she loved all of that but she wasn't yeah Hoo-ha. wasn't a fan of catholicism <laughs> but she was but she was not uh, no and so i said you know okay look um i've instructed the funeral director to get like a catholic priest but to have like a sort of catholic light service mm. and i th- and i as i said earlier i think he did do like the perfect amount of god shit are there um less calories in a catholic light service uh there's less guilt no okay same thing <laughs> so yeah probably Do you what what are the yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not Catholic. What are the um what have you found has helped? Is it watching TV, you know, eating particular foods, um reading, doing nothing? What what's helped well, do you? you know, do you know what I do you know what I learned actually? I learned that um uh I that I personally have never used sadness as a reason to drink. Okay. Because um which is a good thing. After, my sister it is a good thing, yeah. My de- my sister came around and she had some prosecco with her, which one is a celebratory drink anyway in mm. my opinion. And two, I was just like I drink fucking lot but to me drinking is about socializing and being happy and not and it made me think more about this i've never been the sort of person who's like oh my god i've had such a hard day i must have a drink Hmm. i'm like i mean look i've drunk because i've had a hard day but in a different way it's more like i've had a hard day let's go out and have a nice time yeah yeah Let's go have some party time. You know, instead of like, instead of drowning my sorrows, it's more about celebrating yeah, yeah, my yeah. friendships and socialising yeah. and... Yeah. 
Um, so I thought that was quite an interesting observation for me to learn about myself, because as you know, um, I am fond of navel gazing <laughs> or self-awareness. Mm. <laughs> but I thought that was quite an interesting observation. Yeah. Also, just that, you know, the people who are going to behave in the way that you expect them to will behave in the way that you expect them to. And that's OK. Like I said, everybody grieves yeah. in different ways and everybody is grieving in the correct way. Mm. I find it interesting that a lot of people are like, well, I had to go back to work immediately because, um, you know, I just needed the distraction. I'm like, work is not a distraction. Mm. Talking to my friends about any old piece of shit is a distraction. Yeah. Um, we, I asked, Susan sent me a video of dogs and I was like, I actually can't watch this because I always used to save them to share with my mum. Yeah. yeah. So, can we like lay off the dog sharing? Mm. But, um, you know, it's just, that's one way that Susan and I have of, um, you know, cheering each other up anyway. So of course it's natural that she's going to do that. And I'm very grateful, but it made me, it makes me sad. Yeah. Like most yeah, it's, it's too, it's too, too um, um too much of a fresh reminder isn't it i just yes um yeah so i just uh, i watched a lot of family guy because my mom doesn't like family guy um a lot of although she did quite like the baby and the dog um <laughs> but it's much more like my thing mm. and i'm like stewie and brian yeah 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 I watched a lot of Simpsons on Disney Plus, but as you know, I watch a lot of Simpsons on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, and again, because although my mum liked it, she likes um, Bert. Um, <laughs> it still is much more of a, of a my thing. Bert Simpson. Um, and so ba Bert Simpson, <laughs> yeah, Simpson. Excellent. That's right, yeah. I mean, I, I suppose, you know, for me, the thing that I sort of found interesting is my everyday life has changed. And some of some of my family who were also grieving. Yeah, but your everyday life hasn't changed. Yeah. So I don't want to hear your I don't want to hear it from you. Do you know what I mean? I want to mm -hmm. hear it from people who recognize I suppose that my life, my everyday life is affected. Yes, yeah. I don't live there, but I'm, I'm sort of there emotionally all the time. And I mm. go around two or three times a week. Every day, somebody's life changes. At the moment, personally it's my life that's changed but you get used to a new regime and um and that's that really next point <laughs> uh, did your um i don't suppose your mum ever listened to this did you 
Did she know about it? Did she know about the podcast? Yeah. Is she? Yep. Yeah. 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 What, what, the radio what? show with uh, <laughs> your friend, your friend uh, yeah. James. The married one. Yeah. Yeah. And he has yeah, and he has a wife. Yeah. Are you not friends with a wife? Well, I'm not not friends with her, but I'm friends <laughs> with him. But you went to his wedding. Yes. But for him, yeah. It's not that hard to understand. <laughs> Oh. She had a lot What's of his um, name? James. James. Yeah, yeah, James. She had quite. She had, well, the, 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 she's very traditional in a lot of ways, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. Um, I wear glasses because I read too much. <laughs> Was she the kind? Is she the kind of mum that's that's like don't don't sit in uh, too close to the TV? Because that hasn't been proven, is it? about the tv it's reading you're always reading no well i don't know maybe maybe the reading thing's been proven there was a, an article i read years ago about how i think it was chinese or um i think it was chinese student uh children careful careful a higher rate of having to wear glasses right. and they no li listen this is not racism They've got a higher rate in China in young Chinese people of wearing glasses um, that was caused by you know they've got like intense studying schedules. Right. And I was like, or genetics is that they have you know they're more predisposed to wear glasses. I don't know. Hmm. Both my parents wore glasses, and I wear glasses, so. I, I keep getting I keep getting pop-ups to yeah, say so she sort of didn't understand oh there goes the delay again um I was, I was say I keep getting pop-ups to say my internet's unstable fucking wank <laughs> do you know how many pop-ups I've had to say that zero yeah, but why is it then? You started this with, why don't you sort your internet out? Yeah, so why is it where it says V Stokes at the bottom, them bars are like, they're going from red to yellow. Is that you or me? I don't know. My, mine do doesn't have that. Mm. It's what it is. But, um, yeah. We'll do but, what we can. Yeah, we have, we have just won our pledge, the community, to have <laughs> broadband installed in the area. Fucking hell. So you Mo don't even have broadband. Mo moving into the 21st meet. century. Yeah, but the 4G mask that I've got is really good. We haven't had any problems, have we, since I moved in? No. I watch Netflix all day long. Yeah, but 4G... Not all day long. I do work, but... Yeah. No, but 4G... Yeah, well... Kind, it's not... If you get good 4G, it can be better than broadband, can't it? The only, do you know what? The only issue we have is Disney Plus. Five G causes. No, but this is four G. So what does four G cause? Do you? <laughs> uh, just normal flu. <laughs> <laughs> it's my um, parents' you been... wedding anniversary tomorrow. Ah. So you're gonna see your dad or anything or? What, what's the what's the protocol there? Would it be see your dad or leave him to it? Yeah, 
I suppose it depends on the person, I guess. Um, yeah, I suppose so. I think I think my dad appreciates me going round, mm. and I and I've um, you know I've made it very clear that you know I used to go around twice a week, and I will still go around twice a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You know. Of course. <clears throat> so. You know, mm. I find it a little bit sad for him that other people are like, well, now that your mum's not there, well, it's not just my mum that I went to see, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There are two dogs. There's my brother, Philip, and there's my dad. So, mm. and, you know, yes, it is different and it is hard, mm. but it's hard for them. They live there. Mm. Have you noticed them um, like a an awareness or a change in the dogs so my mum died at home mm. and when they took her away um, we we let the dogs out of uh, they were in my brother Stephen's room yeah and Millie who's the older of the dogs she was like sniffing where my mum was right and she was looking at us in a way that was like something's happened here yeah i mean the other one's just a dopey little motherfucker mm. so she's like bang 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 with her stick tail yeah but um uh but the other one she she knows something's happened and she has been much more uh downbeat i suppose like every time my mum went into hospital um millie and sky would be very like I don't want to sort of um, humanise them, but there would be something change changes in them. Yeah. And Millie currently is very sort of ser more serious than she has been. Um, so she knows that we're sad and she knows that mum is no longer there. And mm. as I say, she was really smelling where my mum had been and I think yeah. she sort of, in a dog way, knows that some some shit went down. Yeah. Well, I, and that's the thing. I know you were saying about... Um, it's interesting in a lot of ways. But I know you were saying about you don't want to humanise dogs and stuff and animals, I guess. But but I think it goes back to... I mean, they they are... I do, I do think dogs are smart anyway. But I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier on about... Um, routines and the change of routine and um you know the 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 big change and having to lead a different life and and that 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 goes for you that goes for your dad but it will go for your your pets as well to a certain extent won't it because you know um there's something there's something amiss isn't there for them there's something different in the house which they can have to get used to and they can't vocalize that and they can't put their finger on what it is but it's still a change it's still a difference um yeah so and i guess i guess unless unless and your mum was not this person at all but unless you are unfortunate not to have any friends or family and die alone i guess to an extent is the one consolation of grieving when it is in a family such as yourselves is that you don't have to do it alone. 
that you yes. can you yes. can feel like you're t- I mean because I, I yeah. mean I, I've been there I've not been there with a parent but I've been with there with grandparents several times um and the last the last one was only a few years ago um but mm. um yeah you you do feel totally alone through grief but ironically again if you're in that kind of family you're not are you you're not alone you're alone in that grief you're alone with your own thoughts but in that yeah it's a a funny one isn't it yeah because you yeah because you you are alone in your grief because you are the only person feeling the way that you do yeah that's not to say that others aren't grieving like you are but you you literally whether I mean to be fair whether you're happy or sad you are the only person feeling your feelings right yeah um but yes I mean it is true that there are you know you've got family around you but more than that I feel a sense of you know kinship with my friends and um with 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 sort of the community as well when when um the hearse came lots of our neighbors had lined up on the street which I think Uh. meant a lot to my dad and and certainly meant a lot to me and um you know I'm very um grateful to those people Mm. um and so you know even if you die alone actually there is probably somebody out there who will miss your presence unless you are a complete like hermit recluse and then it's different isn't it yeah of course of course um but certainly in london it's very hard to be well i don't know is it maybe not what did you do um christmas day did you go to your dad's yes yeah but i made it very clear that i just wanted it to be like a normal sunday that i go around and have roast dinner mm. yeah, so we yeah, didn't yeah. have turkey when my dad was talking about getting a a crown and i was like so we didn't have turkey we didn't eat around the table i just mm. wanted it to be like another day yeah um but i'll come around but anyway i was going around every day anyway yeah, of course. Yeah, because, yeah. you know mm. um and then new year's eve is my brother's birthday so i went round for his birthday mm. um and we watched he me and two of my brothers watched cartoons on youtube Cool. Like old school cartoons or we're talking and then I went home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From like the seventies and eighties. Nice. Like stuff that we used to watch. Like are we talking like kind of filmation, like He Man shit and stuff like that? Are we talking A little bit of He Man, but we, we there was a lot of He-Man. Like, Do you remember this? Do you remember this? Do you remember this? Do you remember this? And um we it was more like you um, went down the YouTube rabbit hole of James the classic Cat. cartoons. James the Cat, fucking hell! Yeah, my name's James. <laughs> James the Cat. 
Uh, it, was, it was simpler times. And uh, and then I watched like it was simpler times. I watched a lot of Murren Butch Stansinger, which is mm. amazing and a little bit depressing. So maybe don't watch that. I love Murren Butch Stansinger. He was on uh, Channel Four, and he drank vodka. Nice. Nice. Um, I got some Rain and Stimpy socks for Christmas, which I was quite happy with. It's a little bit newer, but uh, I was never impressed with Ren and Stimpy. Fuck you know. <laughs> All right. Well, I need to pee. So. Yeah, I was going to say, do you mind if I uh, call it early tonight because I've got to be up early because I've got chimney sweep coming tomorrow. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's, you know, it's a thing. It's still a thing. Bar Barney, Barney's coming tomorrow to sweep my chimney. Barney's a chimney sweep. Yeah. So, and he's coming early. He texts me. Okay. So, he did text me. So, I he's, need to, he, he, I need to go. he's not from Victorian <laughs> London. He did text Bye. me. So, um, on his steampunk mobile phone. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe it. Yeah. You've got a chimney sweep coming in the morning. Uh, I might buy some chocolate. Do it. The shop's only there. Do it. What's the chocolate of choice? What's the go-to? Uh, I might get a lion bar. I haven't had a Ooh, lion bar. Oh, oh, fucking yeah. Never have I. Go for it, girl. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, I might do that. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I might do that. All right. All right. Well, enjoy, good night, my friend. I enjoy love you your lion bar. Love you enjoy, too. Enjoy Barney. Enjoy Barney. Barney the, yeah. the sweep. Yeah. All right. Love you. <laughs> love you. Bye-bye. This has been a head full of straw production of Vicky Goes On and On with Vicky Stokes and James Wells. Thank you.